Okay, this is me sorting out my life because I realized that I have some, I have a constant bias, right? I have the bias of how I was raised and I have the bias of personal experience. Of the bias of whatever I have been educated in so far, right? And so really, my bias is very, like, in some ways, a very, like, less than 1% um, credibility of anything, right? <laughs> in comparison with the eternity of history and education that I will eventually be able to access, right? But for now, I have such a limited perspective and view and capacity to learn and understand things even though it feels like I have a lot right that's that's truth with anything any topic that I might feel like oh I know I might know a lot about this in comparison with maybe a lot of people that I know or whatever right but in any topic even if I feel like I know a lot, I really even know like less than 1% of what there is to know about that thing from an eternity's worth of learning and history and experience, right? So, considering all of that, sometimes I find it really bothersome to me to be some kind of a person, like for example, like apparently I'm a parrot <laughs> kind of a person that is that person that has any say in somebody else's live life, right? Like I somehow I have the audacity to be the person to micromanage someone else's life like from their babyhood and somehow create a life for them that is like helpful and you know setting them up for success and these kinds of things, right? It's been quite a harrowing experience for me to go through the challenge of kids growing up, right? Of kids from going from the stage where they literally just go from one thing to the next. They they go from one thing to the next of what they can control and make happen for their lives because of their current abilities and skills and trust and all of that kind of stuff, right? Like, I remember the days when I was the one that was always planning every single activity that we were doing. I was the one that was planning every single friend that we have or every single food that we have and all of these kinds of dynamics, right? And so it's like, that's, that's kind of where I'm going with this. It's like, what can we do so that we can be even more open, right? To this idea of these people in our lives who are growing up, right? Like there's, like, you know, there's a part of me that is just totally like, kind of just still in that controlling mo, like habit, basically, of this, well, this is how you do it when you have little people in your life. They cannot be expected to come up with the process and the ideas and the, you know, everything that's involved with making their life happen, right? They just can't. They're not capable of that level of functionality, of consistency, of that kind of thing, right? But then as they get older, what I'm finding is, like, I already went through this harrowing experience with one of my first children, right? Where... 
where it wasn't even to do with like daily routines or anything like that, but it was kind of. It was kind of to do with like music, for example, because I had for some reason ingrained in my head this idea that, oh, like ever since I was little, basically, it was ingrained in my idea. It was like, oh, yeah, every person has the ability to become this like musical prodigy. And like, why wouldn't a person ever like live a life that was not in alignment with the capacity that they have to be in, to encourage a person to become a musical prodigy. Like that just makes complete sense. Like, and so my whole existence kind of surrounded around this idea of like, yeah, isn't that your right as a human being to encourage other people to become the human prodigies that they were born to become, you know? And so, you know, ever since it was the first time for me to really engage with that feeling and, ex- and experience, it became clear to me that like, yeah, this is awesome. This is awesome. Until it got to this point, this breaking point of their development where it was like, oh, this is not my jam anymore. Like, this is not for me to own for them. This is for them to own for themselves. And I am breaking upon their space that they need to own it. Right. And I was like, yep, I totally get it. It took me a while though. Like it took me like a good whole year to to get to the point where I was willing to let go. That I was giving them a gift and they were unwilling to receive it because they were not owning the need for them to receive that gift. And I was like, "Okay, I see this. I understand that this is what's going on, and there's no point in me pushing against something that's not developmentally there yet." or hungered for or desired or anything like that right so like we dropped it it's been like four years for example since that experience happened and there's been a lot of healing that had to happen in our relationship because i had pushed so hard for it right i like was so focused on that thing and i had had to take some time to detox from those kinds of feelings as well to get to a different place right to get to a place where instead of blaming or accusing or, you know, making up funny excuses about somebody else not being smart enough to make a good choice for themselves and da 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 to now being honoring and respectful and glad for other people in, in honoring that they feel a certain way about a certain experience and that they were not ready to do that anymore, right? It's like, sweet. I'm glad that, you know, a young person as young as seven could be in that stage of ownership of their own feelings to the point where they were able to start voicing it, right? That's a huge step. And if anything, that was like the most important thing for them to learn that year. And for me, right? For us to jointly learn as a family. Because it has proven to be one of the most key things that is my personal evidence of why it is not crucial and important to push everything, right? Especially the everythings of things that I think are so important, right? And because it, it makes me question now. It's like, if something is so important, what's the point of feeling like we need to push it? If it was so important, how come it couldn't just be felt in a person's heart and spirit to be confirmed to them that it's important? Why do we need to feel like we need to interrupt this process and be the ones to push it along instead of allow for them to get to the point in their lives where they can get the ownership of the importance of that thing, right? So that's my whole concept of pondering at this point. Because 
you know, yes, I have very, very important biases in my life. I have certain biases that lead me, guide me into different places in my life that I, I feel good about, right? I feel good about them, right? But I realize that if I'm working with different people here, especially because I've recently taken this like, um, it's called the Colby test. It, it basically helps a person understand four areas in their life that they're really, um, they are either proficient, like naturally proficient at, or they're unnaturally proficient at, right? But being able to see those four areas of their life and be able to categorize which areas are they naturally proficient at, and so how can they categorize their day and their life around being able to acknowledge their superpowers even more and acknowledge areas where other people's superpowers in their life could be a great benefit to them and to access those things as soon as possible, right? So that they can set themselves up for a performance success on a daily basis, right? So in pondering on that whole thing, I'm going to continue. Daddy's ready for your budget meeting.